welcome to episode 27 of the Press Forward podcast. I'm Nathan Wrigley, and I want to welcome you back to the podcast. And if this is your first time listening, it's great that you found us. The Press Forward podcast is created by WP and Op. We're a non-profit working in the WordPress space to help you, your colleagues, in fact anyone. You can find out more about the mission at wpandop.org. On the podcast today, I'm going to be talking to Mark Maunder from WordFence. But before that, a little bit of housekeeping. The WP and Up community is growing, and listening to this podcast makes you part of that community. We'd still love more people to get involved, though. There's no real template for what that involves, but some ideas for helping the podcast out might be you could talk about the podcast on social media or about it on your own website, you could rate it on Apple Podcasts, or you can subscribe to it on your favourite podcast player. And you can do this by going to wpnup.org forward slash podcast dash feed. We're also running an awareness campaign throughout October and early November in 2019, and it's called hashtag never give up. The services that WPNUP provides are incredibly valuable. They're helping and supporting many people, but they come at a cost. Thanks to the likes of Green Geeks and WPMU Dev, we've been able to get to where we are now. But if WPNUP is to continue, we need your help to finance it. You can head to wpnop.org forward slash never give up to find out more about exactly what an organisation such as WPNOP costs to maintain, and it's honestly quite enlightening. From there, you might like to head over to wpnop.org forward slash donate and donate something yourself. It doesn't need to be a lot, just a few dollars will help us provide phone support or keep our online support community open. So please help us, so that we can continue to support the WordPress community. Those URLs again, wpnop.org forward slash never give up and wpnop.org forward slash donate. Thank you. The Press Forward podcast is brought to you today by Green Geeks. Green Geeks offers an awesome managed web hosting platform that's built for speed, security and scalability whilst being environmentally friendly. Enjoy a better web hosting experience for your WordPress website, backed by 24-7 expert support. And we thank Green Geeks for helping us to put on the Press Forward podcast. Okay, so on to today's episode. Today, I talk with Mark Maunder. It's a somewhat shorter episode, and I like it so much for several reasons. First, it was never really meant to happen. Also, because the chat went in directions that I literally never expected. And finally, there's just so much synchronicity in it, as you'll find out later. Mark Maunder is the founder of WordFence, the WordPress security solution that I'm sure many of you have heard of. I met him at an evening security event at WordCamp Europe, and we spoke for a couple of minutes. The next day, I was recording interviews, and as I finished one, he happened to be walking by. As you will discover, Mark likes his tech, 
and he was interested in the recording desk that we were using. So I started to show him how it worked and before too long we had located the record button, pushed it and this is the short interview that resulted. We talk about his approach to the WordPress community, we talk about a film that he's been involved with and how WordFence was the last in a series of products that he's launched. It's a great tale and it speaks to the idea of never giving up, that there's light at the end of the tunnel, even if it's only a dim light right now. And so, without further ado, I bring you Mark Maunder. This is an impromptu conversation. I'm having a conversation here with Mark from WordFence. Hello, Mark. Hey, Nathan. How's it going? Yeah, good. We were <laughs> supposed to have this chat and then he wandered by and we started talking and I, I got carried away and wanted to show him the audio equipment. So here we are. Yeah, it's a beautiful setup you've got here. I actually love the level of the mic stand. It's just so comfy. <laughs> yeah. We could literally obsess about the technology in front of us and not talk about internet security or anything. Yeah. Should we talk about internet security? Oh, uh, go on. Really? <laughs> I know that you've got to do this over and over oh, no, 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 over. let's do it. Have yeah. you enjoyed being here? Yeah, it's been great. Um, it's actually my first WordCamp EU. And um, so I've met a lot of new people. And uh, I go to WordCamps in the US a fair amount. Uh, we sponsor and so on. And for this, uh, this is kind of a recon for our team. Um, we, we want to sponsor, but we've never been. So we thought we better go and check it out. Send so, somebody. Yeah. Send the chief executive. Yeah, well, there's about six of us here. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and... Uh, Five of them are, are doing actual work. One of them is just having a lot of fun. And that's you. <laughs> it might be me. Are you literally yeah. wandering about? No, you're doing interviews. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. work. Well, we're we're chatting on the other side of the yeah, but um, yeah. So I've met uh, some some really cool people, you know, and it's um, uh, I'm realizing it's high time that I'm out here because there's just a huge part of the community is in in uh, Europe. Yeah. Did you did it occur to you that I mean, obviously the numbers are massive. You know, three thousand people that have yeah. showed up here. Yeah. But you didn't sort of think before this one it was worth. The effort maybe uh, you know i think we just really focused on the business and then um probably a year and a half ago maybe two years ago we started uh sponsoring and and um really engaging with WordCamps. and then you know kind of six months into it we really caught our stride and figured out what we were doing and got kind of good at it and um uh and then a year after doing of doing that um it's amazing right it's we've connected with uh, the community, the people, a lot of the folks who create WordPress, um, and and most importantly, our customer. You know, like you, you sort of realize that it is the place where your customer goes to hang out, and if you want to have face to faces with them all day long at a booth, that's exactly what you can do. And so it's really helped guide the product, and that's a huge return on investment for us. Um, so it's not just you know going off to sell licenses or something like that. You know, it's actually feeding that those interactions back into the product. Yeah, figuring out um, what they what your customers need. Yeah, and um, and so you know we. we sort of baby steps for us was do, do, do the US first. And, and now we're looking at Europe. Um, we're chatting to WordCamp Costa Rica, um, a few other places um, to kind of expand out of there. And, and we also have data that allows us to justify, uh, you know, sponsoring uh, WordCamp EU. So, um, so yeah, we'll certainly be looking at that, that for next year. Do you sponsor things other than WordCamps? Yeah. Um, do you sponsor podcasts? Uh, <laughs> uh, we, we might. <laughs> no, <that's... laughs> we can certainly chat about that <laughs> after when, when you hit no, that. That was a loaded question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, but yeah, no, we do. And um, we actually sponsor people. Um, so, uh, so, for example, uh, Jem Turner, who did some amazing security research. She's based in the UK. And I think you met 
her, or maybe I just intended to introduce you to, but um, she broke the Piptic story about the theme developer who was kind of putting stuff in his theme that wasn't, or, or plugin, I should say, that, that wasn't supposed to be there. Uh, she published some amazing security research a while ago, and we happened to publish the same, uh, the same research, similar research on the same day. Um, and, uh, and Gems was actually more comprehensive. And, and so she's just a, a developer that's passionate about security. She's based in the UK. So we flew her and her husband out here to work at EU just to hang out and, um, and interact and, um, and so on. And um, so we'll, we'll sponsor folks like that. You know, we'll sponsor events. I think we sponsored WP Campus. Um, yes. And a couple of other events. Uh, Kathy is um, kind of coordinates that for us, Kathy Zant. Uh, she's on, on Twitter, at Kathy Zent, if you want to reach out to her about a sponsorship. Um, but we're, uh, we're very passionate about, the, about sponsoring, you know, and about um, kind of uh, enabling the community and, and interacting. And like I said, you know, it's not a, a sort of a one-way thing. We, we get a lot out of it, too. And, um, uh, and then we've also gotten involved in organizing WordCamps. And by we, I, I mean Kathy and some other members of the our royal team. royal <laughs> Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I don't get to take credit for that at all. Um, uh, and and Kathy's really uh, chatting to her has made it clear to me how much work it is, and, and chatting to folks like uh, Raquel, who's one of the organizers of WordCamp Phoenix, and um, you know Kathy Druin, who's a sponsor coordinator for WordCamp US. Um, you know these people give a huge amount of their time to WordPress, and um, uh, uh, you know there's no sort of clear or guaranteed ROI in any way for them. Um, and so actually that uh, it, that is what caused us to be inspired to create a um, this project that we've been working on for the last uh, year. Do you mind if I yeah, mention it? Okay. Is you it like know? a hot, hot exclusive? Um, no, no, it's, no, no, not exclusive. It's also, oh, that was a joke. A <laughs> little, little bit. Um, so we've been working on a documentary about the um, community behind WordPress. Nice. And um, I'm like, uh, friends like with... video Yeah, yeah, it's a film. It's a, okay. it's a film. So it's um, uh, about a, a year ago, I was chatting with a friend of mine, um, Andrew Rodriguez in Denver. And him and his colleague, uh, Sean Corbett, are filmmakers. They're based there. Um, and so we um, came up with this idea for uh, a film that, um, a documentary that explores the community behind uh, WordPress. And we started shooting. And it's one of these things where you don't really know, you know wh what the story is. You, you just go in and you start talking to people. Um, and they shot over 30 hours of interviews uh, with all kinds of folks. And towards the end, we, did, uh, we managed to get an interview with Matt um, Mullenweg. Uh, about an hour, and um, and then a story arc emerged, uh, and and what um, they produced, and Sean is the director. Sean Corbett is the director on the film. Um, what they created is um, this uh, the story about why uh, the folks behind WordPress volunteer uh, so much of their time for free to software that powers a ten billion dollar industry. Um, you know what? That's wh a good story. Um, and. You know, Sean, uh, they sort of went through a few uh, iterations with the edit. And, and then this thing happened where Sean locked himself in the room for three days. And when he emerged, the edit that we saw, uh, so Kathy and I are executive producers on the project, uh, Kathy Zand. And uh, what we saw, what emerged was a thing of beauty. Nice. And we realized at that moment, it was rough, it was not, not color graded, you know, no post production or anything, but, but the, the, the story arc emerged. And we realized, oh my goodness, we've actually got a film here. And so since then, we've been working with some folks in Hollywood um, uh, that have been amazing. Uh, Alex Ferrari, uh, who helps uh, indie filmmakers uh, get into film festivals. Um, he helped us enter into Holly Shorts, which is a short film festival in, in Hollywood. We've also entered it into Telluride and Toronto Film Festival. Um, and then we've recently been working with um, uh, Glenn, and his last name escapes me, sorry, Glenn, but um, from Circus Road Films, I think it's Glenn's company. 
And uh, he's also been kind of mentoring us a little bit and uh, looking at other festivals that we can, uh, we can enter. And then uh, we're hoping to premiere at WordCamp US uh, later this year, I think it's November. Um, the, the logistics behind that are, uh, are proving to be interesting. Yeah. Um, but uh, we're, we're hoping to find a venue there and uh, we'll, we'll uh, maybe we'll even find a red carpet. Who knows? Yay. <laughs> yeah. So that's like a, a really interesting philanthropic thing. A little bit. Yeah. So um, uh, it, it is a film, uh, you know, so it's not us pushing our brand or anything like that. Um, WordFence funded it. You know, we, we wrote the check, but the goal was to create um, art in the form of a film. Uh, you know, our name is at the beginning as the you know, essentially the studio, like yeah. Universal Studios or something like that. You know, it's a, a word fence production in association with Lightworkers Republic. The music is by uh, uh, Ancient Lotus Sounds, um, uh, Let uh, Arochas in uh, Denver. She did an amazing job scoring the film. Um, and then, the, you know, it's just the film and it's the folks behind WordPress and we don't appear in it. I think there's like briefly some B-roll of about a second where you can see the, <laughs> the word fence team along with all the other sponsors as well. and. Um, and all of the, the volunteers um, behind it, and uh, and and you know we go we go deep on on some individual stories, um, and uh, and there's a there's a really great story arc, and it's um, we had a, a, a very small focus group of about four people uh, that we showed a, um, a, a a very early cut to, and the reaction was uh, was like give give one chills, you know. Nice. There's um, Kathy was in the room, I wasn't there, but um, there were some. There's actually a couple of people that shed some shed a tear. There was no way when you when you walked up to me like 20 minutes ago. There was no really? way that I was thinking, yeah, let's talk about film. I thought I told you about this last you night. Know you probably did, we, but we, I think we talked about a bunch of other yeah, stuff. Yeah, but yeah, we never yeah. Got this has gone this. out of my head. Yeah, yeah this is weird, interesting yeah. stuff. Are you like a? Are you into film? I am now. Oh, yeah, but so, you never were. So I wasn't. I mean, I I, I was into photography, and oh, okay. um, two of my best friends growing up are uh, one run, runs a CGI studio in Cape Town. Um, they do amazing work for for companies like Marvel and so on. And then another is a director. And um, I think I've always kind of envied, envied them from afar. Um, but my, my business has always been software, right? Yeah. I, you know, I run WordFence and, and so on. And um, um, I, I have a little bit of free time now. And I've been working with Andrew and Sean and trying to uh, uh, actually making darn sure that I don't interfere with their creative process because they, they own that, right? Um, but, you know, just kind of learning through osmosis um, by, by working with them and then also working with Alex, um, you know, in, in LA and, and so on. I've, I've, I've learned a lot and the bug has bitten me pretty hard. And oh, so, man. so, so um, my, my wife and I, uh, I think it's two <laughs> weeks from now, we're entering into a, uh, something called the 48 hour film project in Seattle. And uh, you make a film in 48 hours. And what you do is you show up on Friday night and you draw a genre out of the hat. And then they oh, give you, uh, they give you a required prop and a required line. Oh, and uh, you have to, um, you have to uh, uh, create it, write a screenplay, uh, film it, score it, edit it, you know, the whole, the whole deal. You and can follow whoever you want in. Yeah, yeah. So you could yeah, blow so loads of money on this and get a really like, high quality job if I you guess, had to. But, yeah. you know, you don't, no one's going to pay you that money back, you know, because it's just a fun thing. But yeah, yeah. Um, there's about, um, I think, 30 or 40 entry, entrants so far. Okay. And um, we're just doing it for fun. So you hand your film in Sunday night, and then two weeks later, there's kind of a little mini film festival at the uh, Seattle Independent uh, Film Festival Theatre. Um, and so we're going to dabble with that and, and probably... Make something completely awful, but uh, well, that'd be fun though. But look, yeah. look what internet security got you. Look what it, look, it allowed this this <laughs> random film. Wow, that is fascinating. I, I am, I am without words. I, I, I can't see myself ever making a film. 
I, it's you you have a camera right there yeah that's and, not uh, on sadly I, uh, I forgot to turn it on because we we quickly rushed and pressed the button it's not on. oh no that's fine but yeah. i i uh, i asked my my director friend uh you know what's the best camera that i can get and he said the one that you have with you yep. so, yeah yeah I mean, <laughs> that's, that's good that's advice literally yeah, yeah. what it takes i think do you want to talk about word fence um you can talk about that sure yeah, yeah let's talk about word fence yeah, yeah. so when did you start word fence how how long has that thing been going did you start it have you yeah. have you been like you know, handling it all the way through. So um, let's see, um, my wife, Kerry, uh, Kerry Boyd and myself, Kerry, Kerry is um, kind of the, the legend behind the scenes. Um, uh, she's not public facing, um, but she's our chief operating officer and our chief financial officer. And uh, her and I met in about 2000 and um, you know, started dating back then. And then uh, we started becoming, we became full-time entrepreneurs in 2003. We got married in uh, 2005 and um, I mean, we've been we've been at it since then. You know, we launched a job search engine back in 2004 called WorkZoo, and um, we launched a uh, an inline commenting system called LineBuzz. We launched a geoblogging platform called GeoJoey. We launched a viral uh, little um, real-time analytics widget for your site called Feedjet. Uh, we turned that into a real-time analytics software, kind of a SaaS um, software thing. Um, we did a, uh, something called the geoblogosphere where you could see what people are reading in your city. Um, this is so the story of being resolving never to give in. Isn't right, it? right, right. Yeah. No, and, and so, uh, all of them, you know, some of them got some traction, um, but none of them generated a significant amount of money, uh, you know, sort of a living wage kind of thing. And, um, I, uh, we eventually, we were kind of in our, our late thirties and, uh, we, we had burned through, uh, all of our money including our life savings, Kerry's 401k, you know, my, which is in the US, that's your, your life savings, basically. Um, yeah, and uh, my, you know, the savings as well. Uh, we, we sold a car to pay the last month's rent, moved out of our place and moved in with her parents for a year to keep going, right? And this um, is a good story. This yeah. is shaping up to be nice. And so I was sitting uh, upstairs in the, um, uh, sort of in this upstairs room that they've got, and I set up a little office there for myself. And I was like, I'm not going to fail. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this work. You know, like a decade later, I was like, I'm not gonna fail again. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna make gonna this work. This you know? one's gonna be the yeah. one. Yeah. And, and um, and so I was up there, and uh, and I came up with four criteria for uh, a space that we should explore, and it was that it has to be a space that's growing, a market that is growing, uh, where people clearly spend money, where there's a gap in the market that we can fill, and something that we can be the best in the world at. And um, <clears throat> my brother had been running. There, were, there, there are no mean, mean, mean criteria. Those so you're, you're aiming low there, aren't you? <laughs> going to be the best in the world. That's good. Well, uh, yeah, we wanted to. If we, we'd been going at it for so long that the definition for success for us had become fairly high. The bar was pretty high at this point. You know, you spend a big chunk of your life doing this. You better succeed pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, one of these days. Yeah. And so um, my brother had been running a small agency uh, in the WordPress space, and so he had introduced me to the WordPress economy. Yeah. Uh, you know, so this. So very growing um, market where people were buying themes and, and plugins and so on. And um, so it was clearly growing, it was spendy. Um, it was, uh, if you wanted to create a plugin, it was PHP. And I was a very good Perl developer at the time. I've been doing that since the 90s. And, and trust me, if you can do good Perl, you, PHP's really nice to, to switch to. <laughs> yes. um, but, um, uh, and I had been a black hat hacker in the 90s. Um, been up to no good back then. So. I was passionate about security, and my own site got hacked. My personal blog got hacked. So in, you knew uh, you knew the problem. 
Yeah, and that was the Tim Thumb vulnerability. Oh, yeah. Um, and at the time, it was a zero day, so no one knew about it. Yeah. Uh, and I looked at the logs and um, figured out that it was Tim Thumb that they had targeted and figured out there was a vulnerability in the software they exploited. Yeah. And um, Brian Moon was running the Tim Thumb project at the, t at the time, and so I wrote a patch for that, and I gave that to Brian, and he incorporated it into the project. Um, and, and I wrote some blog posts about this, you know, and so that kind of introduced me to WordPress, to the WordPress community in a security context. And so now I had a, a way to launch something if I wanted to create it. And I decided to, um, um, to, to create WordFence and I dropped everything uh, and I spent eight months to create the first version. Wow. Um, and we launched it. And when we launched it, you know, Kerry and I had been doing the entrepreneurial thing for, for a, a decade or so. And we knew that we needed to launch it with a business model. Otherwise, there's, there's no point. You know, we needed to pay rent, <laughs> move out of their parents-in-law's place, right? And so um, we launched it with a recurring revenue model um, with a, a funnel, um, you know, and sort of a direct marketing strategy and so on. And, um, and, and we went from there. And it, it was a slow um, growth. You know, it was kind of this exponential curve where the beginning of the curve was very boring for the first year. And then it got a little bit more exciting. And then... You know, two years in, it was like, oh, wow, it looks like we've got a business on our hands. Not only that, but the growth trajectory here is pretty interesting. Um, and you. Yeah, right. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, finally. Finally. Um, and so um, we hired uh, Tim Cantrell uh, to take on customer service. That was our first hire. And we knew that we needed to invest in customer service because that was very important to us. We knew that a, a sustainable business treats their customers very well. And, and so we've always had spectacular customer service. And so Tim took that on and did an absolutely amazing job. And back then, um, we were, you know, tiny. And so we actually went out to Knoxville, Tennessee to recruit Tim and his wife, took them out to dinner and recruited the family because it's like you're joining yeah. these two crazies that, you know, and Tim had been at, um, at Scripps for, uh, for 10 years. Um, and he left that to join us, which is huge. Yeah, um, and then, a lot of trust. Yeah, and then Matt Barry was our, our next hire, and he was our uh, a developer, and um, a brilliant developer, and Matt's still with us, and he's the lead developer at WordFence now, um, and he does an amazing job, uh, and he's published amazing security research as well. Yeah. Uh, Matt is a, a really great guy. Um, but Matt, you know, it was the same thing. We went out to New England and met with Matt and his wife and the kids, and um, we're like, okay, you know, we're not completely crazy here. Here's what we're planning. And, we hired family number um, three. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was, that was number two. Uh, so it was Tim and then it was Matt. And then we kind of went from there. And um, I think that also set the ethos for hiring in our company, in, in WordFence. Um, you know, we, we, we really invested in um, uh, human resources, uh, really good um, healthcare. Um, I, I think we've got the best that you can get. It's com compar comparable to Microsoft or whatever the, you know, the big guys have. That was a good um, thing to do. Good one. Um, you know, Kirina uh, it runs uh, human resources for us, and she does a, a really great job at making sure that everyone's, you know, happy, and you know, we kind of check in with folks regularly, and there's team events and so on, um, and the whole team's remote, um, and 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 I'll I'll share with you a little bit about that actually. Um, you know, I mentioned that in the '90s I was in the hacking scene. Uh, I was actually what you would call a phone freak. So I would, I would hack the international phone lines um, to, Do you to actually get free want to say this? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I think the statute of limitations ran out about a decade ago. But, okay. yeah. um, but I was in South Africa and I would, uh, in the, I would, I would um, uh, get free phone calls to um, the US and I would connect to US um, hacking bulletin boards, right? Okay. And so what I would do is I'd, I'd exploit the phone lines. I'd call what's called a home country direct in South Africa. It would connect me to an operator in the US. I'd send these tones through the line, these seized tones. I'd seize the trunk 
and then I would send these command turns through and it would allow me to place a call to anywhere in the world. I'd place a call to a BBS in the US, I'd connect to um, Digital Decay run by Arclight. And I actually have chatted with Arclight since then. He was based in Orange County, where my future wife would be from. Um, but I made friends with people uh, on, on the phone, right? Um, I would you know, phone up people uh, around South Africa, around uh, uh, Ewan, otherwise known as Maelstrom in the UK, um, you know, some folks from the US. And, um, and we were, I had these sort of virtual friends that I would just know this voice on the other end of the line. And what that taught me is that you can have a very deep relationship with someone by just hearing their voice. You know, that, that made that clear to me, that, that, and that I can build a culture that is virtual and where it's just voice-based, you know. And so that's how we've built our business. Our business is totally remote. Um, and we use something called TeamSpeak, which is a push-to-talk system. Um, and we'll also do calls via Slack and so on, but it's always voice. Um, Every now and then, you know, Karina will just for fun arrange a Halloween thing where we have everyone on video, but that's literally like once a year. And what I love about the, the voice thing is that, um, about having a sort of a relationship with someone just, just by a voice, is that it levels the playing field. It levels the, um, you don't have someone who is, you know, six foot five, uh, former quarterback, walking into a room wearing a really nice suit, and they kind of dominate the room. And you've got folks that are, you know, intellectual giants, but are, are stifled because they don't, you know, um, look the same. They don't look like some billboard poster or whatever. They don't have a deep, you know, they don't dominate the room. Yeah. Um, and um, and I, I really love that. And so, you know, I was, I was chatting with uh, with one of my colleagues recently and she was saying, um, you know, hey, maybe we should we should do video. Maybe we should, um, you know, switch to video or something like that. And I, I told her this exact, exact story that that's, I think, one of the things that empowers our company is that it, it, we have a very level playing field, you know. And so we've got folks in our business that are, you know, giants in what they do. Um, and, um, you know, in a normal company, they might just be shouted down. Um, and um, uh, I think that's something that's really worked for us. I mean, the whole remote thing, the distributed working, as it's now called, is it, it, it's growing. Oddly enough, one of the things that this charity is kind of trying to combat is that exact problem, you know, the sort of the isolation that can come from that. It mm -hmm. sounds like you've got a, a, like a real handle on it and you take care of your, your employees very well. I'm not sure it's always the case for, you know, freelancers and remote workers but that sounds that sounds like you're you know you've you've invested in people's futures yeah, well we're always learning you know um and i think the the work that you guys are doing um is is really interesting um and uh you know we're, we're checking in with our team we meet in person at defcon every year um so we'll fly everyone out to vegas and go to the big hacking conference i want to go to um, that one day Oh, you should. Yeah, the yeah. last one was 26,000 people. Okay. That. <laughs> it's massive. It's quite a spectacle. Yeah. And Black Hat is just before it. Yeah. And then you've got B-Sides just before that. Yeah. Uh, so there's this whole tr sort of trio of hacking conferences happening at the same time in Vegas. And so, you know, put your phone in airplane mode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and go to Vegas and check it out. Yeah, because somebody's um, going to own it. But yeah. Um, uh, but like I said, you know, we're, we're, we're learning. Um, so we'll, we'll check in with our team. And, you know, I'm always saying, like, what can we, what can we do better? And how are you doing, you know, um, because uh, I mean, I, uh, Carrie and I were in a room working for over a decade trying to build the business. And, um, you know, we know, we know a little bit of what that's like. And um, I think it can have a physical impact and a mental impact. And, you know, one, one wants to. Uh, so Naval uh, Ravikant is a friend of mine and um, uh, he's actually on our board um, and he's an amazing guy. And one of the things that he says is that your health is the most important thing. And, and what he said is that your health is more important than your family. And the first time he s I heard that, I was like, 
wait, what? No, that's not supposed to be, right? Yeah. You know, your family is supposed to be the most yeah. important thing. I'm but, processing that but and now I get right, it. Yeah. And, and now you get it yeah. because you realize if you are sick or you're not there, you yeah. can't help your family. In fact, you might be a, you know, a burden on them or that kind of thing. So your health has to come first. And, um, you know, his, his philosophy is that you'll, uh, you know, he wakes up in the morning, that's the first thing he takes care of. So, um, you know, I've really switched to that. Um, I do yoga in the mornings, that's my thing. So, you know, I wake up, roll out of bed, roll onto the yoga mat and do my thing, so. Yeah. Well, Mark, I, I'm conscious that you've got other things to do. This, <laughs> this interview was never supposed to happen. We just pressed the button because you happened to walk past. I really appreciate it. It's been a great chat. Yeah, it's really been a interesting. Lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, nice one. Thanks yeah. for coming on. Yeah, thank you so much. One of the purposes of the Press Forward podcast is to lift the lid on topics that don't get talked about often enough, to allow people to share their stories so that others might listen, and by listening they may gain an understanding that they're not alone. There are other people out there who have faced the same situations that you are facing. They have found a way through and can offer support to you on your journey. Maybe that person's already in your life but they might not be. And that's what WP and Up is here for, to connect you with the support that you need. If you can help WP and Up with a donation, then please visit wpandup.org forward slash donate. The Press Forward podcast is brought to you today by Green Geeks. Green Geeks offers a specially engineered platform that gives WordPress users web hosting that is designed to be the fastest, most secure and scalable hosting available in multiple data centers. Their WordPress hosting makes deploying and managing WordPress websites easy with automatic one-click install, managed updates, real-time security protection, SSD RAID 10 storage arrays, power cacher and expert help 24-7 to make for the best web hosting experience. And we thank Green Geeks for helping us to put on the Press Forward podcast. Right, that's it for this week. Please let us know if you're enjoying the podcast, if you're finding it useful and helpful. You can reach out to us at wpnop.org forward slash contact. And you can donate at wpnop.org forward slash donate. Remember that there's a serious point to all of this, though. And that is that WPNOP is here to provide help and support. That help is available for you or for the people you know and can be easily accessed at the WPNOP.org website. Please spread the word about this podcast, tell your friends and subscribe on your favourite podcast player. And remember that together we can hashtag press forward. <laughs>